Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey guys, it's Dale Calvert. I hope you've had a productive week full of awesome personal development, growth, self-education. I know many of you are in the marketplace, you know, producing results, making a lot of uh, cold calls. We have a group that we work with that uh, their primary, really their best probably avatar as far as a customer is chiropractors. And they've been calling chiropractors offices just going through the yellow pages calling chiropractors and getting right in touch with the chiropractors because they're in their offices in case an emergency case comes in but none of the staff there's no gatekeepers there there's nobody else answering the phone and you know this is presenting an opportunity when they would probably never have the opportunity to call a chiropractic office and get through and they're getting through every day all day long having very productive conversations so again where there's a will there's a way and guys y'all just keep on moving forward and find find your niche find your way find your market find your avatar and continue to be as productive as you possibly can and be and continue to learn grow develop as much as you possibly can continue to refine the skill sets mindsets that need to be refined don't watch the news. Wash your hands and understand the, 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 the moves that you make right now, the activities that you do on a daily basis right now will pay great dividends. You know, when you look back five years from now, you want to look back at this time and place as a time that really made a huge impact on the rest of your life and your business career. That's my help for you. Now, let's get down to business Thank you again to all of you that are sending me emails and uh, the the reviews that you're leaving for the podcast and uh, the feedback that you're leaving on social media. It means more to me than you act than you can ever know uh, at this point in time in history, especially as it relates to what we do with network marketing support services, uh, the MM Training Club, and all that we have going on with network marketing support services so we sincerely appreciate it more than you more than you will ever know i got a message email from he was in cleveland ohio ronnie marshall let me find it here Uh, okay this is from ronnie this was the inspiration behind this week's podcast ronnie said hey dale i've listened to your podcast and others off and on over the last couple of years. About six months ago, after playing around with multiple online businesses in multiple different niches for the last 10 years, I decided to get serious and focus on building a network marketing team. My next step 
though I didn't really understand what I was doing at the time, was to find a mentor. I went to the obvious choices in the market, but honestly, now that I was really serious and had a little bit of experience under my belt, the info, the info I was hearing was just not resonating with me at all. I decided to give that Calvert guy a chance, the one who had made me mad the last time I listened to one of his podcasts. <laughs> if you guys knew how many times I heard this, it would be amazing. But let me continue. He said, to make a long story very short, I've gone through every no-fluff podcast you produce, and I'm over halfway through the MOM Success Podcast. My wife thinks I've gone crazy, but it's like the answers I've been looking for have been in front of me the entire time. What is the old saying about when the student is ready, the teacher will arrive? I understand what you're doing, how you're doing it, and why. Why? This is my question for you, Dale. Why do so many people get caught up in unproductive, illogical cultures within network marketing? Why do so many people get caught up in unproductive, illogical cultures in network marketing? Truth and wisdom in work is not a popular message, but you're right. Building a business on personality and finding followers is the most common but worst possible approach to this business. It's not a business. It really is a social club, isn't it? It seems so obvious to me now. Was my head really that thick? Uh, He goes on, last paragraph. I joined the training club this week. Thanks. Awesome, Ronnie. Appreciate that. I joined the training club this week and just wanted to introduce myself and say hi and thank you. I know I'll be able to look back on this time of enlightenment in the future as a very important time in my business and my life. Thank you, Dale. Ronnie Marshall. Ronnie's in Cleveland, Ohio. Ronnie, appreciate it. Hi back. Glad to meet you. Appreciate your email. I really appreciate your question because it's extremely thought-provoking. Why do why do people get why do people get caught up in unproductive and illogical cultures within network marketing? And I'm going to share about five or six ideas that you guys can think about. As we say at the end of every podcast, the teachings and the words, but the real learning is in the silence. Uh, these are the type of things that I ask myself all the time and have for years and years, and I don't begin to think that I have even come close to understanding them at this point. So just let me say that. I just know what they are, but I don't understand how they get to that point. I, I see them. They're obvious. Uh, they're extremely obvious to me. They've been obvious for a long time, but it doesn't doesn't just because they're obvious doesn't mean they're understandable necessarily. So I think the first question, this is number one, the first question every person that enters a network marketing business should ask themselves. And ninety nine point nine percent don't when they start. Okay, people get started for all types of just crazy reasons. 
it's like, well, I got to join her and her deal because she came to my Tupperware party. She came to my, she came to my discovery toy. She came to my, uh, she came to my skincare. She came to, so I got to get, I got to, she did it with me. So I got to do it. And, and you hear all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, isn't your time more valuable? I mean, really? So is it, it, or is it just a social thing? And it's like, okay, I'll hang, I'll hang out with her group for a while. She hung out. I don't, I mean, to me, it's, it's, it's a business that's, that's not treated like a business. And hobbies are supposed to cost you money. So the first question is, what does a successful duplicating network marketing team and business really look like when it's done? What does a successful duplicating network marketing team look like when it's done? And once you identify that, then how can that, whatever that may be, be built? What does it look like when it's done? How can that be built? So for me, what it looks like when it's done, we can go all the way back to Don Fala and the book that he wrote. Then on the different napkin presentations, which I've said many times, I think 90% are fluff, 90% are just fluff. But there was one presentation there that set me up for the rest of my network marketing career. And I talk about it in great detail at on the Lost Secret webinar. I think it's momhelp.com forward slash lost. I'll try to look that up and make sure and uh, make myself a note and try to put it in the notes below this session. Because if you have not seen that, uh, Ronnie, take a look at that. Because that sincerely is the lost secret of network marketing success. Because that's what when you have that t- that type of duplication going on on your team, then you're well on your way. Uh, so that's the first real solid, strong foundation. So to, in my mind, from the beginning, what success looked like was to be able to build teams of people where – all the way down through every line, you had Joe teaching Sally how to teach Mary to teach Tyrone to teach Tom, which is the foundation of that webinar, that training at mlmhelp.com forward slash lost, where you have people teaching people, teaching people, teaching people, teaching people, and the only way that can ever happen is when you break it down systematically as franchises have shown us, we've all seen it, when every McDonald's you walked into for many, many years before the bad publicity came was, would you like fries with that? Would you like fries with that? We see it every day if we pull up to a Starbucks and they say, welcome to Starbucks. What can we get started for you today? 
There's scripts and terminology that can be duplicated by 17-year-olds, snot-nosed kids, and personality and winging it will never, ever duplicate. Well, Dale, I didn't get in this business, so people would tell me what to do. You know, I got in this business, I could do my own thing. Okay, then you're in the wrong business. Time has proven that. You're in the wrong business. Go do something where you can do your own thing. There's a lot of things where you can do your own things. But did you really come into this business just so you can create a bunch of followers that follow you around from deal to deal to deal that you have to burp and diaper all the time and, you know, place their order for them and do everything and, and they they call you every time they got a, a, a hangnail? Is that really the type of business that you want, that you wanted it? And that's the reason most six-figure in, income earners burn out in this industry. It's because they don't create other leaders, they create followers. Brian Tracy told us real leaders develop other leaders. They don't develop followers. So that's the foundation of everything we do, everything we teach. Obviously, Ronnie, if you went through every No Fluff podcast, and you've heard that a thousand times through the, throughout those podcast sessions, that we're in the leadership development business, your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team. You've heard that a thousand times. That's the found, and and again, I think most people never. And and I was fortunate, extremely fortunate, because you know I could have been somebody that just started out and had some skill sets and mindsets that were transferable to network marketing and go out there and kind of talk to a bunch of people and create a bunch of followers and get some something going. And, you know, I could have never been forced to try to figure it out and see it deeper. That could have happened to me. Uh, But thankfully, I was in a job that allowed me to listen to audios eight hours a day, eight hours a day, you know, six days a week, every single day through a Sony Walkman. And I did it every single day. And it allowed me to see behind the curtain a little bit and look at things a little bit differently and ask myself, Dale, what are you you really trying to do here? What is it going to look like when it's finished? And what is it going to take to make that happen? And I knew what I wanted it to look like, and I knew what it was going to have to take. It was going to have to get away from me. I didn't want to be Elvis. There's no money in being Elvis Presley. I have no desire to be, you know, the star of the show. My focus always was, always will be, and, and it's the only focus that you can have, in my opinion, to build a real business here is to create leaders who can create leaders who can create leaders. And how does that done? It's done the way a franchise is is done through, you know, promotions from within, which is the culture of network marketing, and promote from within and and build build your next wave of leaders very on a very systematic systematic approach. You know, make sure they've mastered how to take the order correctly at the front counter and how to use the cash register and, and make sure they understand the scripts and do you want fries with that, and they have to learn it well enough where they can teach it to somebody else. And then once they've got that mastered, then they go and that master the next step and the next step and the next step, and then you can hand them the keys to the McDonald's that I've talked about to I'm blue in the face. That's that's the only way to do it. Now, it it's not the only way it's being done. a matter of fact, 
most people don't even have a clue what I'm even trying to communicate. They don't. They don't. Because they were able to take their skills and their mindsets and their work ethic that they entered the industry with, transfer it to this industry, and they got something happening and something going. And therefore, because of that, then we we call them triple diamonds with a cherry on top of it, and they are now leaders. And that's the culture of network marketing. And business-minded people sit back, look at it, and think, what the heck? You know, so... That's the foundation, and again, Ronnie, I hate to because I know this is all repeat for you. If you've, got, if you've gone through the No Fluff podcast, this is all repeat. So, how do they create these cultures that make no sense? Well, because because most people never look behind the curtain, and they ain't never asked the question, "Who is this person? Why should I be listening to them?" They never ask that question. They just don't. Well, everybody else is following them, so I should be following them. You know, even though her story has never been documented or it's never been confirmed, it's a great story. It's a phenomenal story. It makes you cry when she tells it. But it's never been confirmed. Nobody's ever confirmed it. Nobody ever remembered her. Nobody ever worked with her. And again, the examples... Of that going on in this profession are endless. It's really kind of more common than uncommon. It's like, Dale, but it is, it is, and I'm not. It did, but so that's who is this person? Why am I listening to them? Has never really been asked. The third thing is, is most people. Um, are looking for their tribe. Um, they they need to be part of a group. Uh, they're not comfortable by themselves. They're not comfortable. They need the group. They need social media proof. They may, you know they they can't make a buying decision. They can't. They cannot take their experiences and their knowledge and come to logical conclusions and make the best decision they can make based upon the information they have at the time that they're making the decision. They need the comfort of a group, of a tribe. So, And that's just more human instinct, DNA stuff than anything. But it's true. So that plays into it, that they need to be part of a tribe, uh, and kind of fourth would be they they need recognition. And uh, again, I look at all this from an observation standpoint. Uh, and so recognition is a tricky one because when you recognize those that don't that, that have not earned the recognition, uh, it puts it's 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 the people that have worked their rear ends off, uh, it kind of backfires. It, people that have really worked and persisted and deserve the award that they're getting, 
and they're standing on stage and they're getting the same award and they're up there with a lot of people that have not worked and have not persisted but just kind of landed there for whatever reason uh it really is it it doesn't work as a motivation it works as turnoff for a lot for the right people and w- this industry has dumbed down the recognition to a point where in the process we've run off a lot of the really good people the future leaders in this industry because uh you know this person after you know 11 months uh got their mom to buy their product and now they have their first customer their mom so we're going to give them a high five and that whole culture of appealing to mediocrity uh turns off those that are inspired to learn, grow, become all they can, and be the best they can be, and that's not just within this industry. That's within the within the cultures around the world. You know, you we all have a choice at all times, and that is appeal to mediocrity, which is where most people feel like they fit in, or inspire greatness. And for me, it's always been: look, you don't have to stay mediocre. You can learn, grow, develop. You can develop new brain cell patterns. You really can. You can, You have leadership abilities inside of you that you haven't even begun to tap. And I believe that. I mean, I just believe it. I've seen it happen for far, far too many people. But I also understand the culture as a whole uh, wants to be comfortable in a state of mediocrity with all the other mediocrity people so we can support each other instead of inspiring each other. We can say, I know you're, you're pathetic, but that's okay. You're cool. I'm pathetic too. We're all, we're, we're the 99%. And it's like, you know, it's like people that, well, it's, it's, it's the same as people arguing for minimum wage. Look, I think people need to be paid minimum wage, but do you really think you're going to stay at minimum wage? Is that really your goal, is to never make more than minimum wage, is to, is to live in that environment? Well, how do you expect me to live on that? I don't. I expect you to grow, learn, develop, become more valuable to the marketplace. Your long-term income is in direct proportion to the value you provide to the market that you serve just a law it's it's the way it's been set up and when people have problems functioning in that type of competitive if you want to call that environment then the easy thing is to suck them thumb and let's all hold hands and sing kumbaya and we have a better way and give me an extra two hundred dollars for your ticket and i'll give you an extra long ribbon on your badge that says vip and you can call you can hang out with the vip people which y'all have heard me say probably VIP stands for a very insecure person. So that's part of it. We need the recognition. And I think one of the biggest things that I never really talked about too much, and but you see it, the evidence of it, you can see it all around you. You can see it in politics. You can see it everywhere. When people have been blatantly lied to by someone they perceive to be a mentor, and they've been blatantly lied to. I'm not saying they've been let, been let down or been disappointed. 
I'm saying they've been lied to. And then they watch them continue to lie to the next group and the next group and the next group. And it's like, if you don't, don't join me by midnight, we're shutting it down. And then everybody and their brother knows it's going to be open again next week. And when those type of patterns are repeated over and over and you and you you don't immediately turn and walk the other way and you're, you're in a culture where you know it's not really where people are being lied to and not told the truth, then you get to the point where you, you accept it and you've tied your you've tied your credibility to that type of culture uh, it's really hard to break out of that because in in your heart and your soul and your gut you knew it was not right you knew it was not correct but you particip- you are a participant of it and therefore you you defend it harder you know, there's a, a saying about when good men do nothing, and that's when, you know, most people don't defend the things that they should defend. They don't actively support the things that they should actively support. But when something that they're, they believe in that they've given their money to and they've spent their time with and they're involved with is called out, it's almost like they're being called out, so they defend it, even though they know it's not true, but they'll defend it as if, almost as if they were personally being called out because they don't want to be called out because they were part of it, if that makes sense. And again, this is too deep for me to even try to go down this road in this podcast. <laughs> but what I, I guess what that really means is be very careful be very careful of the culture and the people that you support. I mean, the number of people that have told me, Dale, I had no idea this, this, and this, and this. I thought because of that, that, and that, then of course, and it's like, but I never looked behind the curtain. I never really knew the backstory. I never really understood. It's just enormous. And then the last thing, you know, talk about people need to be recognized. They need to be part of a tribe. Um, they don't ask, who is this person? Why should I be listening to them? When they see things that are not right and not kosher and they don't turn and walk the other way and they continue down that path and it, maybe then they discover something a little bit worse and a little bit worse and a little bit worse and then before you know it, they're hanging out. With, they're on somebody's webinar that's, that's teaching people that they're going to, you know, how to sponsor 30 people in the next 20 days or whatever, and they know it's not going to happen. But, you know, they paid their $97 so or whatever. I mean, I can give you an example from now till the cows come home. Once they get caught in that situation, you know, they know Bill Gould's a scumbag. They know he is. He's a scumbag. But they've been in, in that, that culture for so long that they can't get out of it. You know, and again, that's that's a whole different study and something. You know, if we, those that don't learn from the mistakes of history are are doomed to repeat it. And we see that more and more. You know, I, um, and, and again, I hate to go down this road, but I might as well mention it. 
but you know you got you got some gurus in different niches right now that are really getting called out and it's fair unfair founded not founded i don't know i'm just see the headlines and i don't want to know any more than that don't have time to even think about it but you're seeing you know what the kid that's got two names i think i mentioned david john or john michael david or whatever you know he's a youtube star and i don't even know what his name is but he's made millions and millions of dollars but not by doing the businesses he's teaching but by selling courses and then you got people like uh, the 10x dude you know that's really getting called out right now on social media and i don't know what's going on there and i don't care but i do know and you know, some people, you know, the first time you hear them, that, the, you know, that that it goes up your spine in the wrong way. And, you know, you, you just kind of know it. There's some people that are sincere. They're just sincerely wrong. And that's one thing. But there's some people, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't, it goes up your spine the wrong way. And you should have known better before you got involved in that to begin with. So, again, I don't want to go down that road because I could just stay down that road, and I don't want to. I don't have to. It doesn't matter. What matters is be careful who you, who you attach yourself to because if you end up in a culture that's not based upon wisdom of the ages principles, because wisdom of the ages principles were as they were valid 100 years ago, 200 years ago and they'll be just as valid 100 years from now 200 years from now as a man thinketh in his heart so is he what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve when you're building everything that you're doing around those type of principles and foundations you know if they don't hear your message wipe the dirt off your sh- off your shoes dust off your shoes and go the next down you know there's just certain you don't sit there and try to close them you don't, you know, you don't pay the guru $197 so you can go to the How to Close Anybody and slam dunk them into your program webinar. That's not a good use of time. Or to their seminar, you, you spent $297 so you know how, how you can slam dunk 90% of the people that you show your business. Are you kidding me? You know, and, and again, I don't, there's just so many examples of that that just to me it's just common sense, but obviously it's not. So those are the five or six steps, five or six things for you to think about. Uh, Ronnie, I appreciate your your question. It it got me thinking, and I need to be jarred a little bit every now and then. Uh, You know, because I ask myself every day, how could the greatest opportunity for average people with above average desire get into the state in which it is in? And it's because... Uh, we get involved in the wrong cultures, the wrong philosophies. We and once and and if we have a desire to be part of a group and part of a tribe, and all the internal DNA factors that causes all that, and we get involved, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to to turn and walk away. That's why you have to in the beginning. I do that every day, every week. Uh, and sometimes I get in situations that I wish I wasn't in. We all do. 
but if and and I I, I get in situations where I know the hammer's going to fall. I know it is. It's just a matter of when, and I know that it is. And you know, I'll just turn and walk away from it, and 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 I'm done. And I'm never returning, and I'm never going back, and I'm finished with it and them or whoever it is. And maybe that's right, wrong. I don't know. Dale, you should forgive people. It's not that I haven't forgiven them, but I'm never doing business with them again, and I don't care to talk to them on the phone. You know, it's not it's not a matter of unforgiveness. It's a matter of I, I'm not giving any of my attention, time, energy, effort to that person ever again the rest of my life. I am done. And there's people today that I love as human beings but I never want to ever talk to them again. You know, if they make it to heaven, we'll talk there, but I'm, I'm done. I'm done with them. And, and I get there pretty quick, and, and I wish I was able to get there a lot quicker, a lot earlier in my life. So we say, well, Dale, that's drastic. That's, maybe it is. It probably is. But, but when, you, when you tolerate deceit, and you tolerate blatant non-wisdom of the ages, concepts, ideas, you just that are taught like they're mainstream. And when all that's tolerated, then you end up with kind of where people end up. So I hope this gives you some things to think about. Guys, this too shall pass. This too shall pass going to get better it's going to get better i hope you've made great use of your time over the last three four five weeks i hope you'll be able to look back on this time and places man that was the thing that time that i had made a huge difference in my life that's my sincere hope for you uh thanks for listening ronnie thank you for your for your question we'll see you in the training club And we'll talk to all of you next week on another session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.